Happy Sunday, Merry Christmas to you all. Christmas of 2021, December the 25th. 22. 22, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to this Sunday gathering, Sunday morning with the Elohim. We will be here on the air for two hours, and I thank you all for participating. Location. Merry Christmas, Terry from Nevada. Welcome, Terry. Thank Hi, you, Terry. Hi, nice to you. Two more people joined in. Merry Christmas to both of you. Please say your name and location. Joy in Square, Washington. Welcome, Joy. Hi, Terry. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Who else? Feel free to say yeah, that. Positive greetings. Happy holidays from Sedona. It's Raiden. Hi, Raiden. Hi, Raiden. I, I trust all as well. I trust it, too. <laughs> and, get, and getting more Weller. Oh. <laughs> so I've had Christmas dinner. Happy oh. Sunday. Merry Christmas. Welcome, please, and my location. <laughs> Merry Christmas, Joan, Dolan Spring. Welcome to you, Joan. Merry Christmas. Hi, everybody. (laughs) Hi. Mm -hmm. Because, of course, it's the evening over here in the UK. So we've had, you guys have got it all to come, but we've (laughs) already had it. (laughs) Uh (laughs) (laughs) We had a nice day, CJ. Oh, I have. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm at, I'm stuffed now, overstuffed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm stuffed from last night. <laughs> it's the only time of year I ever drink wine. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I only mm-hmm. had <clears throat> about, a, about a quarter... Of a glass. Did you feel tipsy? I do. (laughs) 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 How's the weather? Um, Because we 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 did put it in the light on Saturday, and we focused on the northern part of the US. Um, so hopefully, hopefully is the weather any- situation. No, I was just wondering if there's anybody on the call who's from, you know, yet who's from that area. Cecil is up that uh, up that end in Washington. Mm, that storm didn't storm hit us. It's more to the east coast, I guess, huh? Oh, yeah, Midwest, east coast, west, east coast. And it's meant to travel down, right, and it's meant to travel down towards Texas, isn't it? Uh, Or or did it all, uh, I don't know. (laughs) That's what I heard. (laughs) 21 degrees in Louisiana, that's crazy. Wow. Wow. All my banana trees are toast. Oh, (laughs) Wow. 21 degrees is just quite a nice... No, it's, it's Fahrenheit. 21, 21 Fahrenheit. No, no, no. Fahrenheit. Fahrenheit. Oh, That's my like goodness. minus <gasps> nine. I, I think it's minus nine, I think, something like that. 
Niagara Falls wow. and Fort Erie, Niagara Falls and Fort Erie and Buffalo are getting hammered with what they call snow squalls. So it's the lake is open, the cold air is coming across, the water is maybe poor Celsius. So it has you have constant snowfall. Imagine if Niagara Falls freezes over. No, 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 rarely. It's once a hundred years. <laughs> rarely freezes over. Niagara Falls rarely freezes over. That would be the most beautiful thing, the be- most beautiful oh, sight. I will send you some pictures. Yeah. So do you guys know how they uh, came up with the Fahrenheit scale? No. No, tell no. us. <laughs> well, this guy um, was messing with a thermometer, and he comes out on the hottest day of the year, or what he thought was the hottest day, put it under his Uh-oh, armpit or something. And... Uh, mark that as the highest temperature, and then on the coldest day, uh, when it was just really freezing, he marked that as the lowest temperature, and that's where you. And maybe his name was Fahrenheit, but that's uh, how you got that scale. Wow, I never Ooh. knew that. Interesting. And Celsius, of course, boiling point and freezing point. Um, and then your Kelvin scale. Well, that's absolute zero, and yeah. You know, actually, I got a thought question. about that. You know, a question for the Elohim might be, because I, I have this question, is it absolute zero where all motion stop? Does gravity stop? No. Oh. No, because space is very cold. Yes. And gravity doesn't stop. <laughs> well, actually, there's no gravity in space, but the planets have gravity. <laughs> On the yeah. hold on here, the uh, but it's electromagnetic gravity. It's, it's <laughs> no, an electromagnetic. Talking, but um, they talk about phenomena. all this dark. They talk about all this dark energy, and it's like maybe all that dark. And the other question related to that is: at the center of a black hole, when nothing can escape even light, does gravity escape? Because that could be where all that dark matter is that they keep talking about. Mm. I don't. I don't think there's any gravity. If gravity doesn't exist in the middle of a black hole because nothing can escape, you know, maybe gravity. Oh yeah, it would be. It'd be at the. It'd be at the stop, right? The stop point. Turn point. Yeah, yeah. At the uh, event horizon. Passes that. Nothing escapes. So if light doesn't escape, maybe gravity doesn't escape either. What we need need now is a channel. Terry's here. Terry, if, help. If, only, <laughs> if only we had a channel. But gravity... gravity Can anyone is channel Terry? <laughs> I'm ready to answer what Terry has to say, if, if you'll say one of those questions at a time. Okay, so um, at the middle of a black hole, does... I mean, let me state it again here. We know that light doesn't escape a gravity. A black hole. Does gravity escape a black hole? No. So rephrased another way, there's hidden gravity inside a black hole that we can't detect. Hold on. Yes. Okay. See, and I am a genius. I joy. I joy <laughs> have absolutely no impression, one way or the other, how to answer that. I'm you what I'm, what I'm getting from them. <laughs> okay, so then at, at what we call absolute, here's another question. So when at what we call absolute zero, does gravity stop? No. 
it doesn't, it continues. Okay, thank you. See, that answers everybody's question. You're welcome, <laughs> and feel free to ask any somebody else also. <laughs> we, we can now end the call. My answer. My, my <laughs> All right, bye. Answer. Merry, happy New Year. <laughs> Joy, Joy, it's Ken from Mississauga. Do you, I, I know a couple times when you say you, we, you did an yes or no answer, and then do you get actually other information too in your, like you're partially psychic too, because yeah. you made some false, okay. That's what I want. Yeah, yeah. I thought I thought. Yeah, and I, you know, if I if I if I see, it's like clear cognizance. It's, you know, you just you just get something. You just kind of it's it's just there in your ideas. Um, and and so I watch to see I watch the pendulum to see if it's agreeing or not. Whenever I oh, whenever I speak something that's not just a a flat yes or no answer, that's that's what I'm doing. Yeah. You know, I got to thank you for also doing this because you know what? I think we're getting very good at the yes or no answers too, and figuring out. <laughs> you guys, yes, thank you so much. No, I got to yeah. think. Even holding yeah. that temp, does your arm not get tired holding it? Even or how do you like? Oh no, no, no! I rest my forearm on a on the armrest of a chair or on the counter, and okay. so just kind of cock my wrist up and and then watch the watch the pendulum move. And you got really good at how to read it, right? Obviously, yeah. very good. Yeah. Really. So it seems. Uh, so it seems. <laughs> and I, I did mention to Gordana when I asked the question about her channeling, and they said yes, and she forgot, and, and you qualified, she forgot how to do it. Now, was that, for, was that in this lifetime or the lifetime before she had done channeling? You know what? I, I, I Joy, don't remember this at all, but oh. was that in this lifetime? I asked lifetime? the question. Yeah, go ahead and ask. Was Gordana channeling in a life earlier in her age in this lifetime, or was it a previous lifetime? In this lifetime. Wow. She she Hello. told me. Somebody came on. Welcome. Sorry, go Welcome. It's she Wynn. just said that her first result. Sorry. Hi, Wynn. Wynn. Hi, Wynn. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Merry Christmas, Wynn. Merry Christmas. Anyway, thank you all you people. Thank you everybody who does keep this channel going. Great, all you people, and also I got to say another comment. I uh, found that it's almost like we're classmates. Everybody comes on the call. We're like classmates now. Like we're all buddies. No, we. I think maybe it's like fine. No, but I get. It's like I almost. I know all you guys. Like because you get to know them, and everybody is. You know, I got to tell you, since I've been monitoring the calls, I'm trying to be more positive everything, everyday life, or try to mm. try oh. be a better person. No, I think so. Everybody, I think it's actually helping people. Everybody here. Yes. So try to understand why things happen, and just not and anything. But he, I have a friend I'm trying to help, and he's negative about a lot of things lately. And I said, listen, let that go. And he's starting to. He's just so frustrated because his life has kind of took on a dark turn a little bit. He's helping his mother. Uh, taking care of her, but he's given up his career because of it. Like I said, also try to be nice to everybody, no matter what, whether you agree with or not. That's mm-hmm. my new model. My mother taught me that. Be nice to your neighbors, uh, whether they're evil or not. Unless, unless they're Republicans, you don't have to be nice to Republicans. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I am neutral when it comes to political. I've always sort of looked yes. at both sides. Yes. Try, I try to be That's neutral. Good. 
I think you're right. I don't care about what your religion is either. You can be a Democrat if you'd like. (laughs) (laughs) I just think we've, uh, in our society, we've gone too polarized. Yes, you're right, Ken. Every And I think there's no middle ground. Should be accepting of, of other people's beliefs and, um, you know, even if we don't believe them ourselves, they have a right to that um, opinion and belief. And, and you know, it's, it's just a lesson that the person is experiencing. And if they are making poor judgments, then the benefit is that they will gain wisdom. <laughs> and so... Uh, <laughs> As that quote from, is it Joseph of the Nas Percy Indian tribe once said? Nez Pierce. That's it, Nez Pierce. I want uh-huh. to get that wrong. It's okay. <laughs> Happy Sunday, welcome. Please say name and location. Only if you want to, Merry Christmas to you. Merry right, Christmas, everybody. And to all of you listening in online through BBS, Merry Christmas, and thank you for being here participating with us. What did Chief Joseph say? He said, wisdom comes from experience, and experience comes from poor judgment. Mm. (laughs) So if you have a belief, if you have a belief in something which everybody is entitled to have their own belief, If the judgment that you've made, if it's a poor judgment with the belief and you get fooled, then you do learn wisdom. And it's nobody's business what your beliefs are because you're entitled to your own beliefs and you should believe whatever it is that you feel comfortable believing. And... uh, Everyone should respect everyone else's beliefs. <laughs> yeah, it's the lessons in allowing. Yes. Mr. Wynn, what do you what do you what? have for us today? Oh, I was listening. I was listening uh-huh. to you guys. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> Mumbling. Entertain each other. <laughs> did I hear did I hear Logan there on the call? Yeah, Logan was here. Lewis. The lo- Louse from Logan. Lewis Louse. Hi Lewis. You know, you know you know it's very confusing, all those L's. Yeah. Well, if only they'd spell Laos, the way they do crickets, then it would be Lewis the crickets from Logan, but that doesn't quite sound right either. (laughs) All right. Uh, Let's see now. I did have something something arranged, and I was going to send I was going to send out an email on it. And Sita, you're on the line right now, right? Yes, I am. Um, you did such an extraordinary job labeling all those calls on the Spirit Channel. Oh, thank you. I know I have got I more you, to do. 
Yeah. But I mean, you really, not just labeled them, but it was very, uh, what's the word? You spent a lot of time listening to them to figure out what to say. Yes. I'm right, right? Yes, yes, that's correct. So thank you. Oh, you're welcome. It's a big job. <laughs> I know it. But you know, it's it's a big job, but it's an important job because you're making a difference in people's lives. Yeah. You never know how big a difference you've created because somebody listened to a call that they wouldn't have if it wasn't labeled. You know. Mm-hmm. And CJ, don't we forget. CJ, yes, go ahead. Say, Win, Win is thanking you over here, but there are many, many silent thank yous going out to you at the same time over here. Oh, thank you. <laughs> we we do our meditation every evening as well. So, you know, our pray tensions right. take up a lot of time, but we do that every day. Um, which is very, very important as well. Fitting it all in is difficult, <laughs> but I, w- I will get to the other ones. Uh, well, Great job, I like to... Merry Christmas, job, everybody, and uh, this is Cecil, and I'm heading off to church pretty quick, and oh. if Wynn would like would want me to um, do the uh, the bringing in of the light with the new version. Uh, we need to do that in the next five minutes or so. Okay. How about if we do that right now? I'm ready if you want to. All right. I think that's a good idea. Okay, so um, let's uh, get the recorder going. Um, I will mute the phone lines and then Cecil, actually, I will. Yes, you're here. I will unmute you, Cecil. Thank you. All participants are unmuted. And when it is uh, Christmas Day 22. December 25th, and here we go. The recording has started. This is December 25th, 2022. Christmas Day, and we are on Sunday morning with the Elohim, and I'm going to turn it over to Cecil. Who's going to call in the light? Thank you, Wynn. Father, Mother, God, the one infinite creator, we ask for the presence of the light to surround, protect, and fill everyone in attendance 
We see ourselves in the flow of energy radiating from the center of the universe through the galaxies, through the Milky Way, through our solar system, through the outer energy fields of planet Earth, through our bodies, and anchored into the Earth. Right now, we co-create a loving group energy connection. We invite our higher intensity friends who are service to others, honoring the law of one, to join with us. And so it is. Back to you, Wim. Thank you, Cecil. And, you know, I arranged here for today uh, to do a replay. And um, I'm just bringing it up right now. I actually was monitoring it yesterday. And, I mean, it was so good. I had to listen to the whole thing. And I just wanted to think of the name of it. So here it is. And the title I came up with yesterday, Terry talks about traveling in higher dimensions. And I think I said to start about 49 seconds in. So here we go. This is April 11th, so they have to come back to complete it. And um, that's the way it works in city. Is the next one right above us. It's where ghosts might be. It's where people go where the, where, when they die. In the lower fourth density, there are demons and negatives. Somewhere in fourth density, in the higher levels, I believe it's in fourth density, is the heaven realms, which you probably remember. Heaven realms are the place where people go to, re, to be rehabilitated um, after a lifetime on Earth. And uh, most people come into the higher realms. And I, I've read about this, but I never got it as clearly. Most people, um, when they go into the heaven realm, they usually go through a vortex of light I would imagine from lower astral. And then somebody works with them. One of the heaven, heavenly angels helps to process them and they get a life review. And after the life review, they move, they move on to their next place. Okay? Now, some people, that could be going higher. And some people, it could mean going back to the earth. And people don't just go back to the earth for punishment, although it can end up that way oftentimes. They come back to earth because they had things they can only complete on this planet. And 
So they have to come back to complete it. And um, that's the way it works. If you completed it, in other words, if you don't need to come back here to complete something, then there's a lot of free will choices about where you might go. But most people come back to, to repeat. And some people come back because they can help. Because they have a better idea of how things work. And they want to come back and help more people. Okay. So, Terry, are you, <clears throat> I hear you coughing in the background. How are you doing? Yeah, but <laughs> I'm muted. I'm muted, but you're in the next room, so you're here. I know. I figured that out. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um. Now, you know a little bit about the astral plane yourself, right? She's coughing. Yeah, I know that uh, they, um, um, like, when someone leaves, they go into the astral plane generally, um, and then the astral plane, uh, if they get in the tunnel of light, that's like a portal, and uh, it's a vortex they step into. It's like an elevator. It takes them higher in frequency, and then they can get off um, at the heaven realm, various levels of the heaven realm. And the heaven realm... The heaven realm has different levels to it? Uh, I haven't run into that before. Um, There's a main level that you get there. Um, There's different... Each the light gets stronger and stronger, and if you can't handle it uh, to go all the way into the main heaven realm, then you could get off, see at another level. And I don't think it's like a real heaven realm. It it could be like a way station mm-hmm. <laughs> that. They, you can uh, work through different stuff. Like one girl, I remember, she said that she died, and uh, she was, had a near-death experience, and uh, she got to a place where there was all kinds of devils, and uh, so then she came back. Um, but I think that. Like, there's different areas. Like, David, when David died, 
uh, she went to an area where there was a lot of demons. He had a demon chasing him when he was alive. And uh, I did a reading for him, and I it, and they picked it up. He, he, there was a demon chasing him, and that demon, after he died, grabbed him and took him into a demon realm. And uh, the demons were just confronting him, trying to grab his energy, his really good life energy. And uh, <coughs> we were, um, uh, there was another fellow working with us at the time, and he went and he retrieved them, and he drove the demons off and took um, David to the heaven realm, and he was so happy because this demon had been chasing him his whole life. So uh, he ended up, David ended up in a really good place. We're not talking about David Wilcock. We're talking about no. Terry's friend. No, no, no. Fr- David in uh, Oh, David, who you've been talking to on the phone, right? We, David was coming into our calls. Yeah, and okay. we met David at the UFO conference. We we had dinner with him there. Mm-hmm. At the D- UFO David, conference. Yeah, the, David was very very fat, extraordinarily fat. Just to oh, David, maybe help David, you place. David, was that David uh, who was coming into our calls all the time? Yes. Okay, and his father? Yes, his father was coming in the calls. Might still be. All right. (laughs) I remember his father. I remember him, yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to call in the light, and we'll see how it goes. All right. All right. And and if it doesn't work, we'll have to just figure something else out. Okay. Father, Mother, God, we ask for the presence of the light, surround and protect Terry and myself, and any negativity be taken to the highest realms of light and be transmuted for the highest good of all concern. We see ourselves in the flow of energy radiating from the center of the universe through the galaxies, through the Milky Way, through the solar systems, through the outer energy fields of planet Earth. Do we have our sources present?
We greet you, the love light of the one infinite creator. Uh, we will attempt, we will do our best. We will to work with Jerry, however, she needs to uh, not have so much attention on her body uh, to be able to uh, digest the concepts and to be connected with us. So go ahead. We'll see what we can do. Okay. Well, we're talking about the fourth density. And we know, and we learned this in the reincarnation of Edgar Casey and in Carla Records' raw work, that the next step for most humans is fourth density. Not necessarily all humans, because certain humans can go higher than that. The fifth or sixth density, maybe. Or even seventh, some. Even seventh. Okay. Yeah. So, when we're in our 3D bodies, and we had a brief conversation about this recently, where we can be, we can expand into fourth density, not astral travel there, but expand into it. And when we expand into it, we don't get the cognition of it, like seeing beings in there, seeing demons in there. But we get the experience of connection and our hearts being open. And could you explain how that works, how we can expand into it? and have those experiences. When you uh, expand, like get larger, take into more uh, space, accommodate more space, get bigger, uh, you're still centered within the body. And you can then focus on an aspect of the part of you that's expanded out of the body or focus that, but you're always centered within the body. With the other means where you um, astral travel, you leave your body and you're connected to your body by a tether cord. And this tether cord is your guide back, and if you lose the tether cord, then your body could uh, expire. Um, So that's essentially it. So it's much safer to expand into the fourth density than to astral travel there, I would imagine. There are certain disadvantages to, to travel you can, uh, some of the hazards of uh, 
uh, astral travel is that if you encounter another um, mass, like let's say that you are astral traveling and you're, say, <coughs> experiencing swimming in a lake in your astral body and then a boat comes along, you might think, okay, I don't have my body so I don't have to get out of the way of the boat. And then the boat hits you, but your anchor points are there and it knocks your anchor points of skewgy and they might get uh, disconnected from your tether cord and disorient you and then you might not be able to find your way back to the body. So that's one of the hazards of um, encountering some kind of a, um, obstacle that disorients you on your journey. Another obstacle or possibility of a hazard in astral traveling is you may meet another body. Uh, let's say that you had uh, traveled to the moon and you were then traveling to outer space. And in outer space, you met a being that hadn't seen, that, that got lost there and hasn't seen anybody for millions of years and climbs onto you and says, oh my gosh, a being and might just glom onto you follow your tether cord back and attempt to steal your body uh, or or cause all kinds of havoc. So that's another um, potential uh, problem that you could have from uh, astral traveling, but expanding where you are centered in your body, then um, you can get perceptics of uh, other places outside your body. Uh, but you are always centered and able to just um, shift your consciousness back into your center more easily. Mm-hmm. So, if you're giving a person guidance, since we're all going to die, give us a little guidance. Um, how to negotiate that fourth density. Are the things we're hearing now, will we be able to remember them when we cross over? You could remember the things if you are able to put your focus on them uh, and things can be triggered Memories can be triggered when you uh, move on into another chapter of your whole track. Things can be remembered and triggered by something that's similar. And then you can remember the circumstances of it and have deja vu. And if you have um, the uh, open track where you can remember your track, then you can remember as if it's just a memory from yesterday in this life, it it becomes all one continuous track eventually as you begin to remember. But as you put your focus on something, then you can remember it. So uh, focusing uh, where your attention is is one big thing in memory. Um... There's another part to your question. What was that? 
Uh, one part was, will we remember all of this when we're dead so we can go into the column of light? And yes, okay. The other thing to it is if uh, you uh, take on a new body and you have new circumstances, then you become oriented uh, to the... Um, new body and to the new circumstances and the new surroundings, and uh, that tends to overshadow your past. Go ahead. Now, I've had this question, and that is, if you die as a child and you have a child's body, is that the body you're going to have in the astral? It very well could be the body in your astral. Um, If you have had another lifetime uh, where you had uh, a physical body as an adult, you have your choice. You could go back to uh, that. And if you go as a child, does the child age in some manner? Say, is the child what? Does the child age in the fourth density? Uh, It can. It's like, let's say that you have a body and... You die, and uh, let's say you're a child, uh, and then you move into the fourth density, and you, uh, or, or you uh, pick up a body, and well, you have your your physical body, your your uh, um, your soul body. You have that on the other side, and so. Um, it you can age there. Yes, you can. You have more control over your age when you're on the other side. Mm-hmm. And what is the connection between fourth and fifth density? And if somebody goes to fifth density, what is their experience? Again, you pass through the barrier of between the densities and you move to the fifth density. And again, you have a choice um, of... Uh, you carry your body with you, your uh, soul body, you carry it with you, and then you can uh, experience it on that deficiency and again appear to others uh, and and enter into their society and their life. And um, there are different... uh, more uh, 
aesthetic uh, endeavors. Uh, there is more integrity over on the fifth, although it can still get a negative energy coming in. However, you have more ability to um, interpret, uh, to uh, see what is uh, in the other person's mind, to uh, mind read. You have more ability to do that in the fifth. So it is harder for a negative being to get by because uh, just of the nature of the soul, they don't like to be taken to be another child and lied to and, um, and have somebody with a different agenda uh, trying to take advantage of them. So uh, you can't get by with it because of the ability to uh, see what the other person is thinking in the fifth uh, density. Uh, on the earth plane, if somebody expands into the fifth density, it seems to me, as I recall, they have more access to wisdom. Yes. There is less interference from the male. Especially what? There is more... Uh, there is... Um, less interference from the veil of, of okay. the matter, space, yeah. energy, and time of the mm-hmm. fifth realm. There is less interference caused to the beings. And because there's less interference, you can see but patterns. distortion better. caused by, the, by matter, energy, space, and time in the fifth density. Yes. And time is faster. Over there. If someone if someone bypassed the fourth density and went right to fifth density after they died, what would happen? Would they meet other people? Meet their friends? Would they be? well, the uh, the meeting for friends is more in the in in the heaven realm, and then from the heaven realm, one could be redirected to the fifth density. One after they do their life review, it can be uh, worked out with them uh, where the potentials are that they can go and whether they would like to. Uh, go back to it or whether they would like to go to uh, another place higher uh, to reestablish a different kind of life. All right. And uh, one thing that's hard to imagine, are there buildings? Could people take walks? Are there trees? Uh, What's the difference between the outer environment in fourth density and the outer environment in fifth density. Fourth density is very much like the uh, third density and uh, there are rivers and streams and there are buildings and uh, uh, 
it is easier to work with the buildings. Um, matter is not so dense. Um, and then when you get to the uh, fifth room, the area is more spherical. <laughs> People are dressed in like in white, and often when you uh, get there, the people working with you would be dressed in more uh, white robes, and uh, they would uh, be uh, have more control over matter. The ability to move matter with the mind, they would have more control over that there. Now, if you're walking around in a fifth density or flying around, can you look in on Earth anytime you want and see what's going on? Not usually from the fifth, but some and people are able to, but from the seventh you are able to look in mm-hmm. on Earth and focus in. And they have focusing devices that you can uh, tune in to various parts of Earth or other parts of the universe and see what's going on and follow a scenario of one person over a tra- track of time. And you can even pick out... Um, Actions and then um, over the period of time, consequences. And it can be telescoped down so that you can have a little scenario, like a movie of like, here's this guy's actions and here's where the karma hit him later on. Here's how mm-hmm. the karma works. So, can you see it or do you feel it? You can see it, and you can be very empathetic up there. If you are, you you can feel it. Mm-hmm. And do you make friends up there and hang out with the same friends for long periods of time? Yes, and you have your jobs. Well, like, you might be uh, serving everybody with an energy drink at 2 o'clock every afternoon. Uh, and you might uh, have be instructed by someone who is uh, teaching you, say, showing you movies of uh, karmic uh, scenarios that appear in the third density. Uh, to give you lessons so you get a perspective on how things work. I see. And do people have sex in the fourth density? Um... Yes, they do. And is it similar to third density effects? Or is it different? Yes. No, it's similar. Similar. Uh, How about... As you get through the densities, as you get to the higher densities, the ability to uh, merge with the other person and to experience uh, and share... 
the experience with them becomes stronger. Okay. Now, when you're moving around in fourth density and fifth density, yes. Do you meet? Do you meet? Can you meet up with members of the Ra group or the Elohim? No, they're in their own division. <coughs> I mean, they could visit, but they—I mean—they're in the realm walking around. And oftentimes, uh, somebody asks you, "Could you look in on my father or my mother?" And where are you looking? And how about food? And Adam, we did not get the question about if we were looking in on another. Yeah. What is your question on that? Oh. Well, you can look in on somebody in the third density, and you can connect with them. Yeah, because I'm looking on the higher densities, too. Yeah, I would assume you could do that on other densities, too. And um, do people, do beings sleep and dream in the fourth and the fifth densities? Yeah. <laughs> and... They don't really walk around or drive cars. They just float from one place to another, as I understand it. Is that right? Mm. Well, without a body, it, it's like you, you float. You can float. You can intend your place, get yourself to another place, and be there instantaneously. Um, you can do that uh, in the... Um, Heaven realm, let's say an individual goes to the heaven realm uh, in their astral body, and uh, they uh, uh, have friends, they, they see their friends, and they reestablish acquaintanceships. Uh, and uh, give us a moment. Your your question is, uh, do they drive cars? Is that right? Uh, I'm sure they don't. I don't think they drive cars. No, it's like the angels have the ability to float. um, But um, it's an ability to be able to intend yourself a place. And in that realm, you can learn that so that you can intend yourself to a spot where you want it to be. Uh, but it is an, a learned ability. Now, when we do our whole planet healing, we are always intending our place, ourselves to be places. Is that a fourth density movement that we're doing when we do that? Or higher? 
Or are we doing that? Well, it is the same uh, function. And in your learning an ability that you can, uh, after you drop your uh, physical body, you will be able, uh, in that learned ability, will be able to um, pick up much more easily than the person that wasn't doing it. Mm-hmm. I had that idea that um, you know, we were moving through fourth mm-hmm. density when we're doing that, but not yes. not astral traveling. We need another name for it. Maybe soul traveling. Um, where you're you're expanding your energy into that density and taking on right. some some of the attributes of it, but you're still yes. centered in your physical body, right? Yes, yes. Mm. But we we wouldn't necessarily we wouldn't probably meet somebody while we were doing that. And we couldn't meet somebody. Although there have been times when we've done something and we had a lower astral force density being kind of negatively oriented was meeting Terry. Um, But Terry is actually... Let me say it another way. When Terry does this... Yes. When Terry does this, when she moves, she actually is not not just expanding into the fourth density. She's actually there. Is she still traveling? She and the Elohim are working together uh, to be able to um, instantaneously reorient and take a look at that place, and uh, we don't know the name for that because uh, she uh, she's uh, piggybacking on uh, the Elohim and the Ra group and doing that. She's like a hitchhiker. Yeah. <laughs> But so once he's hitting, he's like, like the cameraman checking yeah. it. I mean, going the the media going along with it to report. Once he's hitchhiking, is she still traveling? Uh, it's different. It it it, it is. Uh, well, if you could call it astral traveling in the in the tenth density, so that you uh, you just are instantaneously there, uh, not mm. not. I mean, because you you are taking with you all the uh, aspects of all the densities in between. Well, I think uh, I'm using the idea that if you're astral traveling, you have a tether cord. And um, so when Terry is uh, moving around to always, 
This is a little bit different circumstance. It's like she's not just astrotrobing, leaving her body and, and connected with the tether cord. I mean, because Gilohim are, it's like more like being uh, connected with your, uh, centered in your body, but tipping your focus, uh, say, to Japan or wherever you're looking at. Yeah. Well, I might be barely understanding it, okay? Um, I'm trying to get the feel of it. In other words, traveling with the Elohim is different than astral traveling. Yes. Yes, it it is uh, like, um, like they're all on a bus. And they're all going a certain place. They're mm-hmm. all on an airplane. They're all on a spaceship. It's like, and they all go there together. And are you working? You're working in those densities as well. Somebody can call on you in those densities, yes? Yes. And you would answer the call. Yes. Well, you could answer the call. No. If, uh, if it, uh, if it's for the highest good and uh, it's not negative and, and uh, the intention's right, we would. Yeah. Um, do people socialize, like... Come on over to my house, and they all hang out in a certain way. Well, house is, uh, you'd have to say, well, where is house? <laughs> where is a house? Yeah. Uh, well, it's not like there's a house. It's like um, it's extraneous or relevant. It's just like meeting soul to soul. Okay. Well, we in physical bodies have somewhat of a hard time visualizing what it's like to meet somebody soul to soul. Although, what I, if I was going to try to say what that was, which is sometimes people meet soul to soul in this realm, and when they do, they get together, and they just um, immediately connect. They feel each other. Is that soul to soul? It's an aspect of it. Pardon me? It's an aspect of it because they're still connected with their body. Yes. But they can have an experience anyway. Um, and oftentimes people ask you to look in on somebody that died that they loved, okay? Yes. And and you report back they're not ready yet. 
or well, let's that, see mm-hmm. that there would be like like uh, the girl in Ridgecrest who died. What was her name? Uh, the girl in Ridgecrest had died. Um, friend of Bonnie Penners. Uh, she wasn't ready. She didn't even know she had died for the first day. She didn't know what was going on. She just assumed that she was going to wake up and she would be there, there in her body. She didn't know that she'd become the, uh, disconnected from her body and that they, he had called it, uh, that she had died. So it, she was just hanging out, um, uh, not realizing that her circumstance had changed. And then after so people were treating her differently, and then she began to get the idea, you know, this isn't normal. And then she began to um, understand that she had disconnected from her body, but she was still hanging around her body. And uh, then uh, over the days, she began to get the idea that she um, uh, was uh, starting a new adventure on the other side. Okay. So that it's just, it's like a progression. Right now it doesn't have and to be a progression. Uh, like the, mm-hmm. the, the other... Go ahead. Something we've never talked to about much, if at all, is sacred geometry. And um, is sacred geometry the way that the realms interface and flow into each other? Uh, it gives structure to the life. Okay. Could could you explain it in a way like uh, there's octagons, there's triangles, there's quin um. What do you call them? Five, five-sided. Tetrahedron. Is that a tetrahedron? A five-sided? No. Yeah. Um, did, uh, different geometric shapes uh, can be uh, put together much like the structure of a uh, uh, some kind of a housing uh, and then they're put together and then they can uh, be the basis of uh, life. Life can begin to inhabit that form and um, to use it as a reference to mold itself to uh, like their body he has a certain shape. It's um in the best um it it has the head or portions have a relationship to each other 
it is the most optimum for uh, movement and survival. Uh, and then uh, when you uh, telescope it down, take a look oh, with a, like, a telescope to see what it's made of, uh, there are various uh, geometric shapes or um, in the relationships of the way the molecules are put together. And uh, it, it's just a uh, means of uh, structuring nest, matter, energy, space, and time manifest ground. Um, could you give me an Please. example? Give me, give me an example of where sacred geometry form is used that I could intuitively comprehend. Well, um, let's say that you have um, the third density and then stacked above it in a layer as the fourth density. And then where those meet, in between, there there would be a plane, uh, kind of a dead plane, a neutral plane in between. Mm-hmm. And then yes. there could be energy that would be uh, portaling um, in some place between the third and the fourth. Like, let's say that we were intersecting, uh, we were... Um, tunneling down from one to the other. And then um, there would be a vortex between the two. And um, alongside, there would be various geometric formations that were um, um, uh, resulting from the way that the energies came together. Uh, mm-hmm. Then, uh, if they went out of phase uh, for any reason, then uh, let's say the portal could become distorted, no longer round, could be egg-shaped, say. Mm-hmm. Um, so these are all basic structures uh, which the realms are built on. Mm-hmm. Well, I know the Elohim described as the creation of the universe, that two energies would come together, and then there'd be, in the middle where they met, there'd be a new energy that would create a new moment or a new anchor in in time space. I think I'm saying that right. I hope I'm not losing everybody. Do you follow what I'm saying? Um 
And that is slightly different. And when you say the difference between realms, the the intersection between realms. <coughs> but there are similarities. Are there beings that move around between fourth and fifth and sixth density? You know, like uh, Yes, there are. Yes. Yes. Like and a troubadour. Like a, like a troubadour, yeah. And then sometimes they'll get stuck. They'll say, okay, we're, we're going to make an experiment, and we're going to go from one to the other, and we're going, like the Montauk, say, or the Philadelphia experiment, say, we're going to go from one situation to another, and then they do uh, uh, something messes up, maybe. Or maybe it succeeds and they are able to move into a different time space. Mm-hmm. Let me check. Is, is Terry doing okay? Um, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Well... It would be, um, we have a little more and then it'd be good to stop because we have to do the whole, the healing first. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you want me to ask some more questions? Yeah, a few more. <laughs> Well, we are always we are always impatient. This is one of the things we learn with this is to be patient, as time moves so fast for us that pauses are very long. Go ahead. Well, let me ask a question and change the subject slightly. Okay, um, I was talking about whole planet healing to the people who are helping to facilitate it. And I, I, I am convinced over many years of doing this that your energies come in in the spaces. And when I leave spaces, I can feel the energy come in. There are two things here. There, there is the, the uh, energy. It gives time because the uh, the physical realm is so much slower than our realm. It gives time for the people to catch up with it and the energies to come in. So it is a year round year realm um, uh, thing that is needed. However, from our realm, uh, we are so. Uh, time is so much faster. We, uh, it, it is um, it gives uh, us reason to learn patience to wait. Mm-hmm. It is a difference between realms. So, what actually happens? If I'm talking and I leave the space, and then I resume talking. Uh, with you, the people that are listening, and you, it gives you a chance to 
uh, have your whole uh, physical apparatus and mind and uh, soul and body catch up with uh, everything and feel the energy with uh, um So that is what happens with your realm with us. It is um, an exercise in patience is we are very fast. Yeah. Now, when you're communicating with us, are you interfacing simultaneously with the Ra group, or do they come in and say, let us say something? No, we're interfacing. We're interfacing. Yes. They're with us at all times. Uh, with G in, in it changes who is available to answer. It changes they, mm. they do have their duties that they're working on. Okay. It is a uh, rapid, um, uh, up-to-date, timely interface. Okay. Is it okay to see if someone would like to ask a question? All right. And then, you know, maybe one question or two questions, and then we can move to whole planet healing. Not whole planet healing. Somebody healing. healing. The healing healing list. Okay, hang on. Any, we're unmuted. Does anyone want to pose a question on what we're talking about? I would like to. And who is that? This is Edna. Edna. Hello. I would like to ask a question about travel. Uh, I understand there are two types of travel, the, at least the way we heard. One that we can travel with the sources and another one with the uh, as an actual travel. Is there any other types that you can go anywhere and uh, not be worried about your getting lost? Well, um, we've talked about the third type of travel where you stay focused in your body. Uh, is a center, but you expand your uh, consciousness out to the thing that you are reviewing. That is another one where it is uh, safe travel because you are always connected with home, your your center. Now, there may be another one that you have experienced. Do Do you have an experience? Yes, I had an experience that I was out of my body, and I, I, I just remember coming really quick because somebody was following me. And uh, as soon as I got back to my body, I felt safe. Is that the body a safety place that we can always go back yes. to? And that's it it is a safe place. It is a safe place. However, if you have a follower 
<clears throat> somebody that you've picked up on your travels and comes after you. Uh, it depends upon the nature of the follower because he can have abilities to try and take you out of your body and steal your body. So it is uh, not entirely safe, but it is it is generally a safe haven and for you from the uh, vantage point of your body, you can have a better chance of fighting him off. If he is so inclined in that way. Yeah, I had a feeling that I. Uh, the most important thing was to go back to my body as soon as possible to disguise whatever was following me, and I was I was successful. But uh, I uh, um, wondering if I, I still keep traveling, and um, I was wondering if I have done different types types of travel that it was um, not safe. Uh, we've listed some of the other kinds that aren't. But like some of the problems the, when you are traveling out of your body, if you um, run into uh, some kind of a barrier, like uh, a, the, the example given was a boat that was coming towards you uh, and you were out of your body and you were, say, in the water in front of the boat, you have to be careful because if that um, mass hits your astral body, it can knock your anchor points uh, apart, uh, disorient your anchor points, and then you might have trouble finding your way back to your body. If that happened, would the person be in a certain of a coma and about to die in the, in the third dimension? The, the, in the third dimension, the body would... Uh, the uh, tonic cord would disconnect and the body would uh, die. And um, and, and uh, if the person fights their way back and takes it over again, they might find out that the body is numb and cold and then have to uh, get it started again, which would be if you would uh, find an error you get a toehold of uh, getting back in uh, the body, like maybe coming in through um, some extremity that you get a toehold of, and then you gradually work your way so that you are back in charge of the body, and then the body, um, you would need to get the body started again. Now, most people don't have experiences like Edgina does. Yes. That does she is have correct. those experiences? Does she have these experiences because she came in from a high level or because she's an old soul? Because it, it, it is because she is very advanced. Yeah. But I have a really important question that I'd like Thank to you, ask. Thank you, I love you. Go ahead, Sita. Okay. Um, what What is happening when you're in a dream state and something disturbs you in your dream and you become conscious and you're, you're awake consciously but still in a dream, but you're aware of your astral body and you can intend yourself from one location to another, 
and you flash in and flash out. But you're still having dream images of things around you. What is happening there? Did you follow that? This is, this is called lucid dreaming, where you are um, in a state of dreaming and you uh, are aware in the dream that you are dreaming and you are aware of what is going on as a dream. This is called lucid dreaming. And um, you have more control over the dream in, in a situation like that. But you can hear the environment around you. You can hear yes. the real world. That's lucid yes. dreaming. Wow. Yes, lucid dreaming. Are you protected in that state, even if there is a negative um, spirit that is... Um, you, are more, <laughs> you are more protected because you have more control. Right. That's very interesting. And you can do things in that state. You can generate energy and light. Yes, you can. And you can have some control over the dream. Right. But you're aware of your real environment around you. So you, if there's something playing on your headphones, you can hear it playing as well, and you can hear yourself breathing. You can do that, yes. That is one of right, the possibilities. Right, okay. Thank you. <laughs> okay. We're going to go into the, We're going to go into the healing, okay? And if anyone is listening, wants to get on the healing list, Okay, that is as far as we're going to go on that particular call. And I thought that was very interesting. And that was about, that was in, 2000, in April of 2021. And Terry was describing from her physical body what it's like to be in these other dimensions. And of course now... She's in this dimension. And uh, is, is joy here? Hello, yeah. Joy? Yeah. Then I, I just realized we didn't sing happy birthday to Bob. Oh, oh that's right. <laughs> and you know what? Is, is Raiden on the call? Uh, he was here earlier. Yes, Raiden is still here. Okay. It was Raiden's birthday yesterday. Oh, right, right, right. I believe. So, Bob's real birthday is April 6th. Pardon me? Yeah, the, the real birthday of, of uh, Jesus is April 6th. The real birthday. But but I guess he celebrates oh. Christmas as well. 
Well, let's see. I think we should. We'll forget it on April 6th. Anyway, so I think it's a good idea to do happy birthday for both Bob and Raven. Okay? <laughs> Thank you. All participants are unmuted. <laughs> is, is, is Raven still on the line? Yes, when I'm here. Okay. Is it okay to sing happy birthday for you? To you? Well, yes. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. <laughs> Anybody Maybe else having easy. a birthday? Anyone else having a birthday today? Are people unmuted? Peter, unmuted. Yes, we are. My high school boyfriend, whose name is also Bob. <laughs> <laughs> is that Joan? Is that Joan? Jeannie. Jeannie. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I think we'll leave him out. He's not on the call. Well, the okay. thing is, we're going to say Bob anyway, so it's going to be him. Yeah. Happy birthday, yeah. Bob and Raven. <laughs> okay. All right. Here we go. One, two, three, four. <laughs> Happy birthday to you. Can we speed it up a little? Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Oh, my God, we're terrible. There's a choir from. <laughs> Are we trying to leave spaces? Is that why we sing it so slow every time? <laughs> to let the energy come in. Everybody's trying to remember the words. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> it always sounds like a dirge. <laughs> celebration. Hey, hey, Joy, please check, please check with Bob if, if he liked it at all. Oh, yes, yes, of course. <laughs> I think he's chuckling with compassion. <laughs> now, if, if you happen, if you happen to be listening on BBS. Uh, this is probably one of the more weirder things, weirder things you ever listened to. Okay? If, if you're not familiar with our work, and it gets weirder because the voice, the voice you heard talking there was Terry, and Terry has, and I have been partners for 20 years, and one day she woke me up in the middle of the night and said, get the tape recorder out. Um, there was a voice that came through her that said, ask us questions. And they were identifying themselves as the Council of Elohim. And they were a group in an extremely high dimension, 
and they supposedly existed before there was a universe and created the beginning template of the universe. And um, Terry died in August of this year. And after a few, a few days after she died, people that were coming to our calls regularly, many of them were having an experience that Terry had contacted them. Some of them said they were having verbal conversations with Terry, and Terry was trying to help them from the other side. And uh, one of them said, I think I'm talking to Terry through my pendulum and getting yes or no answers. And then they had me ask questions, or I said, well, let me, let me ask some questions and see if I can validate that it's Terry. And, uh, and sometimes I would ask Terry if she could tell me where something was. Or I, I could, she couldn't tell me where it was, but I could say, is it in the living room? And it'd be a no, is it in here? And then finally I would get guided to it. And so we had done, at the end of our Sunday call, we did a healing list. And these sources on the other side would work with people and a number of people had healings. And uh, Terry was answering questions or giving comments. Now, we don't have somebody channeling Terry at this point. But uh, we do have Joy with her pendulum. And, and we have Sija, who is going to ask questions to the people that on the healing list. How many people are on the healing list, CJ? Did you look? Um, hold on. One, two, three, four, five, four people. Um, how many? Four. Four. Okay. Um, so we don't have to rush. No. Rush to it. Okay, and there was something I wanted to say. Uh, well, let's have a, let's have a little okay, uh, conversation with Terry, Terry and Bob, and who else may show up? And uh, um, are you ready, Joy? Yes. Terry, are you there? Yes. And were you listening to that channeling? Yes. And now that you're in 5D, did the information sound correlative to your experience in 5D? I'm getting a no. No. I'm getting a no. You found some things that were contrary 
to your experience? Yes. yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Between what the recording and and what she's experiencing now, there are some differences. Mm-hmm. Is that because the, there were mistakes? Or, you, you know, you weren't getting the information accurately? Or is it because... I'm, get, I'm getting yes. Yes. She wasn't getting the information accurately. Are there other people that that information might be more um, accurate with in 5D? Um, I'm getting a yes. Joy doesn't understand your question, but that's okay. I'm getting a yes. You know, well, I mean, you know, Terry says that wasn't her experience, but mm-hmm. there's lots of other beings in that realm. Okay. And are, are, did it describe the experience of other beings? Oh, God, it just turned to no so, again. No. Is anybody else? Penduluming well, them, um, but they they would be muted. The lines are Anybody? open. Uh, okay. Lines are open. Uh huh. No, you know, like when you were talking about the fourth density and demons, I was getting a no at the very beginning of the of the conversation. Hmm. That there were not demons in the fourth density. Are there? I mean, are there, de- Terry? Are there demons in the fourth density? And I'm getting no. Is that because our densities are all, you know, elevating up? You know, if it's a, if more light, more not just 3D, but 4D. I'm getting a yes. Everything is getting brighter. <laughs> more, more better. <laughs> oh, better. Yeah, I'm getting a yes. Are there demons anywhere? In third, third density. Are there are there demons anywhere? Uh, anywhere? Yes. In third density, yes. Is any density? Oh, okay. Win first. Is an ET considered what? A demon. Oh, no. 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 Demons demons are beings that exist in energy bodies, right? They don't have Uh, physical bodies. Do they have... Okay. Do they not have... Okay. Do demons have physical bodies? Um, No. Do they have astral bodies? Yes. Okay. Can we talk about something else? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. If we, I'm if getting we, a yes. If we, in, if we inadvertently invited anybody here that we don't want, it's not service to others, you must leave now. Yeah, you, you, you know, Terry taught me joy once. Um, 
that that uh, if you were in question about what was around you or or trying to be in you or whatever, um, any kind of an, a negative invading sense um, that you you it was good to say, are you here? Are you here through the Christ consciousness? Are you coming to me through through the Christ consciousness? And if you're because if you're not, leave now. So mm-hmm. that's what she taught me, which is very similar to what you just said. Eleven forty-one. Okay, I was going to ask more questions about that, but I think I'll pass. Okay. Okay, and CJ had a question too. CJ, was it? Oh. Um, well, it's sort of related to the same thing, so okay. yes, let's skip. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. Happy birthday, Bob. Happy birthday, Bob and Raiden. <laughs> yes. Yeah, happy swing. <laughs> so how about if we do the healing list? Can I ask one question? Okay. Yeah, Raiden, go. Yeah, I was wondering, um, let's see, how do I word it? With Yeshua, I was around during his time, I'm aware of that, but I was kind of like wondering, like, um, what role I played. Can you throw out some, was it this, was it that question? Well, I think I was a Roman soldier. Yes. Okay. And, uh, you were you were a Roman soldier who was compassionate to Bob's cause. I'm right. Ask. I think it was. I'm wondering if it was that one that was written about, like in the, in the Gospels, that Roman soldier guy. I when I read that as a child, I really felt that. Uh, well, I they, can't remember yes. it. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, beautiful. Thank you, everybody. Mm-hmm. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Wow, we go, we go, man. Thank you. That's that's interesting background noise, isn't it? Yeah, it's happy. Wow. Wow. Wowie Zowie. Did you figure out who that was, Heist? I know, yeah, yeah. (laughs) You're not going to tell us, though, right? No, no, no. Okay. Um, did you guys find that call? What's, go ahead, Dwayne. What's that? I, I was going to... You guys... Go ahead. I was just going to ask everybody if they found that call interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah it, helped heal, it helped heal some of my grief still. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. What was the date of that call? I'm going to try to download it. Sorry. You know, April 11th, 2021. Thank you very much. Let's see here. Shall we first do the healing list and let's see if there's time left? They're saying yes. Before we do the healing list, what? Let's first do the healing list, and then time left, we can still fill it up with questions. Okay. 
All right. Over to Sija. Thank you. Can we please call in the love light again? Yeah. We ask for the light to surround and protect everyone on this line. She said, I'm still doing it the old way. I, I, I have to have the text. Any any negativity be taken to the highest realm of light and be transmuted to the highest good of all concerned. We are now going to move into our healing list. We ask for the presence of the Christ energy and I turn it over to Caesar. And anything not of that nature must leave now. Thank you. I call in the love light of protection and healing around each and every person on this healing list, a subject of the healing list, listening to this call, listening to a replay, or reading a transcript. John from Las Vegas. Please put Kathleen Welsh from Albuquerque, New Mexico, and Lauren Sania from Forks, Washington, into the love light for complete healing of all their health issues. Thank you. Okay, so that request is received with love. And if anybody wants to join in for 10 seconds of light buddying for Kathleen and, and Lauren, we can start now. There you go. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I'm just John? asking, is 10 seconds enough? And I'm getting yes. Oh, and I just saw a blue flash. Oh, good. Go ahead, <laughs> hey, thank you. John from Las Vegas, please put decentralized cryptocurrencies into the love light for massive worldwide adoption for them to be used as legal tender. Thank you for this perfect and fair monetary system that honors privacy is free from taxation and free from surveillance. Please help decentralized cryptocurrencies to become more accessible and easier for people to use and understand. I ask that all of the above be done for the highest and greatest good of all concerned. Thank you. This request is also received with love and 10 seconds for that. Here we go. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Sija from England. Thank you, our beautiful friends in the higher realms, with gratitude and love for your divine intervention and manifestation of the Christ consciousness, bringing peaceful resolution, clearing and healing 
for the highest order over the earth. Thank you for the people who are service to others, taking positions of power and influence. Thank you for your loving protection that surrounds them now and for divine wisdom that guides all in the loving energy of the Christed light, honouring that which is paramount, free will, for the highest and greatest good of all concerned in all timelines, densities and dimensions, now and forever, and so it is. Thank you. This is received also with love, and and here's 10 seconds for this. Go. Okie doke. Thank you. Thank you. Hi. From Los Molinos, California. I ask for continued support for becoming employed with Carl Water in Chico. Thank you very much. Hi, this is received with love. And and, um, here's 10 seconds for your request. Okay, thank you. Thank you. And that is the last person on the healing list. So, and thank you, know you Joy. How about a how about if we do 10 seconds for everybody who's got a request that they didn't write in and um and because they they're they're receiving they're they they're getting it they're getting the request um could we focus we on could we focus on highs well we already did focus on highs i'm talking about people who who may not have spoken a, a request and for all of them, if we can just go now. Okay, let's do it. <sighs> okay, so like I just threw in um, Mary, Mary from Stamford, oh, Connecticut. Yes, thank you. We forgot Mary. Yeah. Shall I read the request? No, that's I'll read the request. Well, you, you you mean there is there is one? If there's Mary from Connecticut, I I forgot to put her on the list. Oh, should yeah, I read yeah, it? Yeah. You go ahead and read it. Mary from Connecticut. Thank you with gratitude and love for surrounding Mary in the love light of the Christ consciousness for the beautiful healing that is taking place in her body, mind, and spirit complex. Thank you for the insight and synchronicities that Mary is receiving if she chooses and for the clearing of any blocks and the release of any attachments. Thank you for the spiritual guidance and protection that surrounds Mary now with love. Thank you. Okay, so that's that's received with love. And so if Mary wants to receive our 10 seconds, here we go. Start.
Okay. Thank you. Thank you. And I was meaning earlier that um, sometimes people will benefit from, and I know we haven't got time on here, but sometimes people will benefit from a little bit longer under the love light. And I think highs would benefit from having um, a small group focusing the love light on him for oh, mm, yeah, a few minutes. Okay, so 10 minutes? Is it minutes? No, is it, it would, uh, is it th- uh, less than 30 seconds? Yes, less than 20 well, for, seconds? For me, yes. for me personally, it would mm-hmm. be at least five minutes. <laughs> okay, <laughs> well, personally. you can do it. You get to do it. <laughs> But I have yeah. to do it at a at a different time, I think. But okay. five minutes five minutes would be um, the minimum, I think, that you would focus on somebody because you need enough time. I'm um, getting a no. De- it's fast. Well, it, it, it's it it depends on what's going on with the person, and if you can see the okay. energy, then you can see. You get when you're doing it, you get an idea um, of the length of time because you do it until the person is clear and you can see the energy and you can feel the energy flowing clearly and smoothly. So there's... okay, Sija, I'm just telling you what I'm seeing with the pendulum. Okay. So I'm sure I'm sure that what you're saying is is helpful. Too, but I'm also getting yes. from them that it it that uh, it there's power in in short amount of times too. Yes, I'm sure you're right. Or, or if, you know, or if somebody else can can is getting an, an input on that, please speak it. Strength of your request, well, what you're putting into it, doesn't take long. So we have five minutes left. I don't know whether we're off BBS now or or how's that how that works. We're still on BBS. When are you, when are you st- when hello when? Mm-hmm. Do you want to <laughs> do you want to oh, do you want to open it up to other questions for the last this last five minutes or do you want to say goodbye to BBS or what do you want to do? No, I don't know. If you say goodbye to them, that doesn't mean they'll go away. Um, they're on their own time clock. But um, do, do you guys have some questions? Yeah. Is uh, G- Jesus' birthday celebrated uh, where he's at in the higher dimensions? No. What an interesting question. No, no time over there, right? Right. <laughs> every day is every day is birthday. <laughs> well, I'm getting a yes. <laughs> they, they, they don't have birth dates in the fifth dimension, do they? Uh, correct. They do not have birth dates in the fifth and, dimension. And they don't have calendars there, do they? Ah! Um, yes, they do not. <laughs> Do they have any celebrations at all? I'm getting no. 
But I'm this oh. is Joy asking, is that because every day, every moment is a celebration? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Those are fun questions. And in the astral, when they have they have enough of a body that they can have sex, does that mean they can also have children? Yes. And so, well, when, a, a, when you, what, what do you mean by when you say in the astral in that regard? In the fourth density, well, right? In the fourth density. I mean, yes. we ask that question about it, you know? Yes. You yes, said yes. people have sex. Yes. And then that means they have bodies. And, and then it also means, as I just said, they can have children, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I think we've asked and that the, question before too. Yeah, are the children the are the children brought up in a similar manner to children in this realm? I sure hope not. Biologically. Yeah. Are they are they brought up in a similar way, like family wise, you know, family unit wise? Is that what you mean? Mm-hmm. I'm getting I'm getting a yes to that. Yeah, since you're a body... Go ahead, Go in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, My right. question is, for those who are born in, in the fourth density, where do the cells come from? Do they come out of the fourth density? Yes. Also from other densities? Um, yes. Also er- earthly cells that from which the body has passed? Yes. I'm getting a yes. 